Hey there, everyone. Welcome to a very special episode of the Viking Guns podcast, where we're discussing the Nacon Connect 2021 live stream. Lots of games were announced, including one I was definitely not expecting. We'll get into it very, very shortly. I'm joined by Mr. Toby Anderson. Well, hey. Well, hey, we're back. It's been so long. How are you? <laughs> yeah, this has been less than 24 hours. <laughs> it really has. Um, I'm good. Thank you very much. Good. Good, good. And Mr. Sean Davies. Word up, Holmes. How's it going, Brosif? Uh, very well, thank you very much. How are you? Good, man. Thank you for asking. No problem at all. Damn it, Toby. Toby never asks. <laughs> Toby never. Hashtag Toby never asks. Uh, right, yeah, so we're going to go into the Nikon Connect. There was a lot of cool stuff. Um, what was your overall impressions of the uh, the thing, Toby Anderson? Uh, okay, I'll start a little bit negatively. There were There were interesting things, but I don't think I ever saw what they were capable of being. And then the ones that I did see what they were capable of being, I wasn't interested in. Do you know what I mean? So when it was promising, it was a cinematic. That was there were lots of interesting cinematics available on there. A few things that I thought, yeah, there's potential there. Really is potential there. But then they showed ones where, you know, we're a bit further along and these things might actually come out this year or uh, or the beginning of next year. And most of those I was like, hey. I don't think you're ready yet. Do you know what I mean? Like there was a mm-hmm. few with some pretty janky stuff still available on the on the trailers. Um, but yeah, like you said, there was a pretty interesting one right at the end. Um, and if that's the one you're thinking of, we'll get to that obviously. But uh, yeah, a, a couple that I'll definitely give a go to. But yeah, my overall impression are probably not the same as Sean's. Well, we shall find out right now. <laughs> Sean Davies, what same was your impression probably. of uh, Nikon <laughs> Connect? I am the anti-Toby I thought that yeah. was brilliant. I, I genuinely think that was one of my favorite presentations I've ever watched. I, I can't think, of, I've, just, I've got a list in front of me. There's not a single one of these games I don't want to play. So I think that's a like a, a rip-roaring success as far as I'm concerned. Uh, I know that some, I'm not usually high on CGI trailers or like animated trailers, but I think um, the few that were there um, were tonally accurate for what I was hoping for. So I am incredibly impressed by what Nacon have just shown. Um, there was one game that I was slightly disappointed wasn't there, but um, we shall get it thrown a bit, I guess. Yeah, How about you, absolutely. Russ? How did you feel about it? Um, yeah, it was, it was fine, you know? I had no expectations at all. Um, we basically knew what was going to be there, the vast majority of it anyway. So it was like, okay, yeah, we'll go in and check it out. Um, some of the stuff looks good. Some of it is still a long way off. Um, surprised that it was even getting announced. But overall, yeah, I didn't hate it at all. And it was a uh, it was a nice presentation. It wasn't overly stuffed. It was uh, pretty well paced. So, uh, yeah, it wasn't the greatest thing I've ever seen. It was, wasn't the greatest uh, live stream or game presentation I've ever seen in my life. Um, I can't agree on that. But it was, uh, yeah, it was fine. This is the kind of stuff that uh, Finger Guns likes to review. This kind of uh, this kind of style of game, and so um, yeah, better get used to it very very soon. <laughs> so uh, let's get started from the very top. We had a very quick look at Vampire: The Masquerade Swan Song coming on February twenty second. Is that the first time it's had a date? I don't know. Mm, okay. Did it get delayed, or was that just Masquerade: uh, Bloodlines Two that got delayed? Well, I think Swan, delayed. I yeah, Swan Song Swan's may not have got delayed. Okay. 
Uh, yeah, what uh, tell us, what did you garner from this uh, this trailer? Um, I'm I'm still down for those two, both those games. Um, I, I quite like the um, the Masquerade, uh, you know, sort of universe. I think the games look like they're going to be interesting, sort of, you know, high end of of double A sort of releases. Um, I hope there's lots of choice. I hope there's lots of, you know, you can move around and you can just sort of be a vampire for in a in a cool city and get a lot of things you know i kind of want a game a bit like the vampire game that came out you know the one that was just called vampire but with like mm-hmm. the sort of rpg-ness of um like a dragon's age or a, a dragon age sorry or a um you know mass effect or something and that's what those blood um, those uh, vampire masquerade ones look like so if if it ends up being something like that again this is one where it was a very you know pretty much just a cinematic wasn't it um and it had a good vibe you know, I like a scary vampire much more than a shiny, sparkly vampire. Um, but it's uh, it's still I still need to see more to be you know really on board. But yeah, there's there's potential there for sure. It could be a very. I just kind of want a Deus Ex with vampires. Do you know what I mean? That's kind of what I'm. That's the vibe I'm getting, and that's what I hope it's going to be. <laughs> yeah, that sounds awesome. Uh, Sean, I got all kinds of good vibes from this one um, because. It reminded me somewhat of how I felt when I first saw Werewolf uh, Apocalypse, a game which I feel like I was one of the oh, only yeah. people that that reviewed it and gave it a, like a really positive score. I enjoyed that game immensely. Yeah, what me it too. Was. I, you know, this is a game that, I, yeah, so me and you were like the two rah-rah cheerleaders for this game. We were, yeah. I enjoyed and, it a lot. Yeah, and and uh, this this trailer gave me a lot of the same vibes. Uh, I, you know, I understand that it's not going to be a triple-A RPG action, you know, game, but I, I do get the feeling that they're going to take a core cool concept and make a really good deal out of it. And there was a bit of gameplay there, you know, you saw them walking through that lab, and that's something that you did in Werewolf the Apocalypse as well, as you did a bit of investigating and stuff. So, yeah, I'm I'm on I'm on tender hooks for this. I'd like to see more, and I can't wait to see more before it releases. Awesome. How about you? Um, yeah, I couldn't couldn't garner much from the trailer, but I like the tone, and I think it's going to be. Uh, definitely one to keep an eye on, especially kind of around the time of, like you said, um, that, uh, Werewolf, the Masquerade, and um, like Redfall. Um, it kind of has that vibe as well. Vampires are seemingly coming back in a big way. So, yeah, excited. Um, something I'm not all that excited for is Lord of the Rings Gollum, which they revealed afterwards. Or not revealed, but certainly um, some new content finally for this game that I feel like has been around for years now. Uh, still no details on release date or even what systems it's coming out on. Uh, I guess we can assume, but there was nothing in the trailer. Uh, Sean, what did you make of Lord of the Rings Gollum? Are you after a Lord of the Rings Gollum game? I Can you remember Sticks, the goblin game, where you played a little goblin that was like a stealth-only guy you couldn't really fight? No. And he had to go... Yeah. It was. I remember it. I never played it. I, I really enjoyed those games because you were kind of like a fragile goblin going up through this, this citadel full of really... Um, dangerous creatures that you could get the better of, but you had to be cunning and you were basically a very fragile creature uh, amongst all of these things. I get those vibes from this trailer. You know, when it was uh, climbing through, you know, parts of Mordor and you could see all the orcs and all the beasties down below and it was shimmying across the ledge. I get the feeling that we're going to get, I, I, I always wanted another of those games because I enjoyed them immensely. And I'm getting those vibes from this this trailer and this new footage. I like the artistic take that they've taken on Lord of the Rings. 
I like all of the character designs. I like that they've divorced themselves from the movie series. And I think I, I'm up for this this game. I'm on board. Cool. Uh, Toby, does this game look precious to you? so half and half i think the half that looks interesting is the bit that sean's just talked about like the stealth element if there is you know really intricate stealth gameplay where you know you can drop from the rafters onto the back of an orc and take them out you know with a nice quick stab to the neck or something that would be really fun and um i'd play as golem for hours if that if that was the kind of game i was getting um the bit that turns me off about it is the far more sort of janky platforming looking stuff that when the guy said stealth and parkour and I went, oh, okay. Um, because <laughs> that parkour bit is like, yeah, but they showed it. They showed us, there was one shot of him just jumping from um, like a tote, like, you know, rock to rock on some, through some water. And he jumped like, I don't know, just, it just needed a lot more animating or something, that jump. It looked terrible. Um, so I just wonder if that bit's not really ready yet. Maybe that's why the game is still quite some way off. Um, but the parkour element is something that I got bored of in games 10 years ago. <laughs> don't bring it back, please. Mm, yeah, I mean, it's I all, It's just about all right in like Assassin's Creed, and even they have decided to get rid of it largely. <laughs> so Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's like parkour in Watch Dogs and yeah you know things like that that's where it, it fits it's a very but french sort of thing i've never really imagined Gollum parkouring i mean he's across totally the city. parkouring you know that's what he does isn't it parkour, parkour. Is... <laughs> yeah i don't know i don't <laughs> yes brilliant um yeah i don't really care for lord of the rings so i don't i don't have a kind of inertia excitement to play this but if it's available somewhere for me to play i will give it a go for sure. Um, then we got a look at Roguebook. Again, uh, not much information on this one, but it still looks really nice. I don't know if I'm alone on that. I think it looks uh, something something I'd want to play anyway. Uh, Topes? Don't think I'm the right audience for this one. Um, no, that didn't no. look like my kind of thing at all. Uh, is it a, a deck builder? I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm, not, like I'm, clean... not, I'm not normally into deck builders. That's yeah, normally well, me when. Yeah. When one comes through, which goes, uh, Sean, we got yeah. a deck builder. You want to take care? <laughs> Go for there's it. Been, there's been one or two that have, have been, you know, pretty playable, but I, mm. I just find them generally a, a genre that it just isn't me. It, and it definitely suits other yeah. people. It's 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 some people's idea of the best kind of game there is, but it's just not me. Yeah, I just I kind of dig the art style. I think it looks like yeah. a yeah, it's perfectly not a bad pleasant art game. Style. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sean, we your, uh, your deck. We're just doing this deck building, turning tingling. Negative, positive, negative, positive. That's, yeah. what, that's what this is going to be. Well, we, we deck, the roadbook's out already. It's out, out on PC. Um, we had a review code for it, and I have an issue. So, I mean, the, the mm-hmm. currently malfunctioning on me. I have a read-write issue with the game that it's currently outstanding with Steam because they can't figure it out. Um, but I, I am desperate to play this game because it's from the maker of Magic the Gathering, and that's the kind of card game I used to play as a kid. And uh, I'm I'm quite looking forward to eventually getting my hands on it because it looks a bit like Slay the Spire meets Magic Gathering, and I'm I'm on board with that combination. So come on, Steam, sort yourself out so I can play this game. Thank you. Come on, Steam. Come Bloody on. hell. Um, and then we had a look at a very brief look at a game called I can't say this. I always fail. 
Um, <laughs> ad infinitum. Is it ad in, that? Ad, ad, ad infinitum. infinitum or ad, ad infinitum. Ad, in, ad, ad infinitum. infinitum. What are you going for, Sean? Yeah. <laughs> it's ad infinitum. All right. <laughs> I swear it's Adam for night. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, we had a look at that. It looks like some kind of uh, maybe a war game, I guess, of some kind. Uh, it looked pretty brutal. Is there anything anyone can uh, add to my very lack of detail on this game? There was some creepy, creepy stuff going on in that trailer. <laughs> and in my house, too. God, the dogs get really excited about this game. It was a ghost, yeah. Though. yeah. Dogs go mental. Um, the, the, the trailer was, I don't know what you're gleaning from it. It was a dead guy on a fence it got dragged away and then a pretty cool logo with a guy with a helmet and then just a skeleton going around yeah okay i will admit spine. i looked i looked up and saw some guy on the floor and the title i was eating a kebab at the time so i may have not been paying a huge amount of attention there's not much more though is there <laughs> i don't know so, so that 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 guy got dragged off that barbed wire by spindly arms and then you had the logo, which was presented in the shape of barbed wire covered bones. Yeah, the logo looks cool. And I'm, I'm interested in seeing whatever the hell this is, because I, I thought, oh, a war game. And then it was like, ooh, a sci-fi war game? Yeah. Once they had um, weird ghouly creatures, I was more interested. Yeah, I'm on board. Yeah, interesting. We shall keep an eye on that one. Um, and then we got another look at Session. Another game that I feel like has been around forever. Um, you can play it now on Xbox Game Preview and Early Access. Um, anyone feeling Session? This looks like a Greg Hicks game to me. I think he's excited about this. Yeah, it's it's out. And uh, we tried to get a review code and we didn't get an answer, mm. uh, which was a shame. Uh, mm. But yeah, this this trailer, um, it, you, you stick idols in any trailer and I will instantly want to play your game. And they put Idols, a song that I know that drove Toby insane. Um, <laughs> this this is one of my favorite tracks of theirs. So it was like infinitely, like instantly, I want to play that game, and it did look cool. So I'm actually considering getting it on the back of that trailer, which is insane. <laughs> wow! The more it hurts Toby's ears, trailer. yeah, yeah, you know, like chalk and cheese tonight, Toby. We are. <laughs> I mean, that that trailer turned me off right from the very beginning because. Um, some some skateboarder came on um called day one something um and said this is the best game ever bestest game ever ever best game ever you've never seen anything like it best game ever and i was like um, it's definitely gonna be a skateboarding game though isn't it mate because <laughs> that's clearly not gonna be the best game ever i'm sorry um and then it came on and it just looked like any skateboarding game just there was nothing to tell me that that was any different from any other skateboarding game I've ever seen. I mean, you don't know. It could get a 100 on Metacritic by the time it, it comes out. It absolutely could. But what is the difference? Like, it doesn't tell you anything in that trailer. Mm. Yeah, there wasn't really much. It doesn't tell me there was it. different control system. It didn't tell me there was a different way of doing all the tricks. It didn't tell me there were modes. It didn't tell me anything. Anyway, um, so it, 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 yeah, thumbs down for the trailer because it was crap. Oh boy, we really got a Jekyll and Hyde going on tonight. I like it. <laughs> I think Greg would really enjoy that game, and I'm sure there's loads of reasons why it's a good skateboarding game. But it just failed as an advert as an advertisement <laughs> to anyone who didn't know already. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then we got a nose that's still rising, which is coming out June 2022 
on next-gen consoles only, or current-gen consoles. Uh, Sean, what did you make of uh, Still Rising? I'm excited for this. I, yeah, yeah, I've liked the, the the kind of art style of this game since I saw it. The kind of combination of um, French Revolution meets cyberpunk slash clockwork style art is just... I'm, I'm really interested in this kind of combination. And the combat, I, I know it looks a bit stiff right now. I imagine that's probably going to tidy it up before release. But I do get like a Souls-like style vibe from this game. And um, it's it's different. It's, it's like a, a different type of art style and concept to have in the Souls-like genre. If I remember rightly, I, th- I think uh, I saw some kind of pre- preview materials about it. And there's different... Uh, like attachments you can attach to the a mechanical uh like protagonist so yeah i'm, I'm on board you know uh, this I'm, i am fully aboard the hype train for that game yeah me too uh toby what didn't you like about this trailer <laughs> um okay so no i'll start with the positives i was on board with the clockwork stuff and the souls like idea absolutely looks interesting um, I'm not a fan of her sort of weird wig at the same time, but yeah, it's okay. I get, I get where they're going with it. Um, I agree with Sean though, that that, that combat looks like it still needs work. Um, but my my reticence to say that the, that's going to get any better is that it looks like Greedfall's combat in some ways. Like that is how Greedfall was shipped. It was like that. So I, I don't know if they will change that combat. It probably still will be stilted and it probably still will play like it looks like it will play. Um, so concept-wise, yeah, really cool. I would, I, I'm down for things that are different like that as well. But my, my sort of reticence is that they've got to, you've got to bring the quality at the same time. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, yeah, fair enough. Now we're going to talk about a game that you really want to play. I know you, I know you really want to play Rugby 22, Tobes. Come on. Rugby 22 is a Toby Anderson game. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. I'm just uh, the voice of negativity on this one. <laughs> it's coming out January 22nd. Um, I played Rugby 21. It wasn't a good game. And I have no inkling to believe that Rugby 22 is going to be any better, other than the fact it's a bit more recent. It's got the most imaginative title. I mean, Doesn't it just? Oh, yeah. Doesn't it just? Uh, Sean, tell me how great it is. I, 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 okay, this, this trailer was virtually nothing though wasn't it this is the one that i was like slightly disappointed in i still want to play because i think rugby is an underserved sport in the space of video games and has been for quite a while but i just feel like this trailer didn't really show me anything apart from some stadiums and some people i didn't really see any of the action um that was partly because my daughter was crying at me during this trailer and partly because it, it was over in like seconds so did i miss any any actual rugby action no. no. Okay. Right. So this this is this was the one trailer that I thought, okay, I, I really needed more from that. But I guess you know that it is still six months away. So you know, we'll see. Yeah. Indeed. Um, and then we've got to look at bike racing uh game Rims Racing. <laughs> Rims Racing. Um you can pre-order it tonight. You can pre-order it. It doesn't have a release date, you can pre-order it. Uh what do we make of Rims Racing Topes? <laughs> No, I'm not going to be negative this time. So this looked um, really fun. I don't really like motorbike games very much. I'm not a massive fan of, of you know, really hyper-realistic stuff that it was sort of going towards. 
Um, but it looked really good. It looked quite quite graphically good and definitely very fast and and fun. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'd I'd play it. I don't know mm. if I'd buy it like day one or something, or or spend you know a whole fifty to seventy quid on it. But it's something that I'd get, you know, maybe slightly down the line. Yeah, okay, it was cool. fun. Put Toby down for a review code for that one. Yeah, maybe. I don't really. Yeah. I, I, as I say, I'm just not really an expert in motor motorbiking, but I'd give it a go. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. I remember playing ride, and ride is so difficult that it kind of it puts me off other racing games. Maybe need, Rims Racing uh, might be a bit more accessible. I don't know. Yeah, I need I need a motorbike games to be have a, sort of arcadey controls a bit because yeah. the the more the more hyper real and Gran Turismo y you get, the more mm. turned off I get. Come on, hang on. I need you back. That's what we need. We need a new hang on game. Thanks very much. Mm. Uh, Sean, how are you feeling about Rims Racing? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, I went to a preview event for this uh, before E3, and the way that they sold it was phenomenal because um, I could see my dad playing this game, and this this was like the, the kind of thing that blew my mind. There, there is only a handful of bikes in this game. I think there was eight in total, so there's only going to be eight bikes, and this was their reasoning behind this, is there's that most bikers have a favourite brand of bike, and they have a favourite bike from that brand yeah. and the idea is that you would take that bike and you would spec it up and there are apparently i think it was thousands of different modifications that you can do to these bikes and this is the way my dad plays moto gp the way that he plays um the ride games any basic any bike game he finds the bike that he wants at that time and he tweaks it he's the guy that does the practice laps and then goes okay well i need to change the brake pressures and stuff I'm the guy that goes, woohoo, I've unlocked my 51st bike of this game. I'm going to try that one out now. But my dad isn't like that. My dad likes the brand that he likes and he likes to get used to that game, that like that bike and, and tweak it and change it. And this, I think this game is, is going to be the game that really breaks like into that for people who don't usually play video games. I think it's going to be the game that appeals to the biker biker. And especially with like putting bloody beetroots on the soundtrack, that's an inspired chase because bikers like that kind of music. Like every biker I've ever met, like listens to house music as they drive. It's not like, you know, Hell's Angels, but you know, all the 40 year old guys are all listening to house music and dance music as they ride going down to Wales to go to the truck stop for a cafe or whatever. <laughs> and, um, you know, it, it's just, it's a game that looks realistic. It's got, some really cool, neat tricks. So basically, it's any time you can stop the action and look at look at the bike and see what stresses you're putting on the bike. So, for example, if you think that, like, okay, this bike isn't handling right, you can go and see why. And it's it's a game that's also designed to teach people how bikes work and how you could get better at it. And I just, it, like, everything they sold on this game, I was like, I'm on board. And then this trailer, which was, like, the first actual footage I've seen of the game playing, yeah, I'm there. Okay, cool. Sounds like it is high bike. end. It, it sounds like it is pretty high end, like we were just saying. Then, if it's if it's trying to make you sort of you know trying to make it play like almost like a real bike. It, yeah, they, they've they've had a lot of people. So, what they're saying is that they've come up with this entire new simulation system that if you change a part of a bike, and I think it was only like the visuals on the suit and the wear and tear on the suit would be the only thing that wouldn't affect the way that the bike handles. Uh, so yeah. like if, if you it, it, and the thing is as you buy parts and you use the bike the, the parts will wear down and get less effective it's Sounds like mad. 
super ingrained and in detailed. Yeah. Um, but you know, the bike heads out there are going to love this game. I showed it to my dad and he was like, fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, come cool. on board. And then we got to look at Rogue Lords. Um, I just got the uh, the press release through for this one. Um, so this diabolical roguelike where cheating is part of the game revealed in a new gameplay trailer along with its PC release date, the 30th of September. That is the press release. Amazing. Uh, what do we make of Rogue Lords? Uh, Sean Davies. There is currently a preview on the website, fingerguns.net of this. There sure um, is. I enjoyed the preview immensely. This game has got a lot of potential as a decent strategy game. You basically play the devil and basically you can cheat. So you the your health um, you can sacrifice in order to change pretty much any gauge within the game. So say you come up against an enemy that you're finding quite difficult, you can sacrifice the devil's health, which is kind of the health that you need. If that that will get sucked away, it's game over. So if you, you but you can sacrifice that to like reduce the power of enemies, you can reduce the health of enemies. Um, and you can increase the ability of your own people by you sacrificing your own health. You basically mm. cheat your way through the game. It's a fantastic concept. And it's easy to forget you've got this power when you're playing because it does play a hell of a lot like a lot of other turn-based roguelikes. But when you when you do use these powers and the, the, the structure and everything about it's really impressive too, because you, you have you're playing against Van Helsing and you've got this this story progression that you can get to at the end of each chapter. But the story on what you do from the start to the end of that chapter is up to you to make. And it's all based on choices. It's a very, what I've played of it is, is very impressive. And I'm, I, I didn't want to play it on PC because there's parts of the game that were a bit shit on my laptop. But um, I, I may end up just getting it on September 30th because I'm quite excited. Cool. Uh, Toes, what did you make of Rogue Lords? I don't think I've got much to add to that, but the actual description of the um, gameplay sounds interesting. Um, I don't think, you know, sort of turn-based roguelites are really my thing either, but um, yeah, the the actual concept of being able to cheat your way through and the the health stuff that Sean was just describing sounds really interesting. Yeah. Um, I've just got a bit more info on um, Ad Info, info, that that game. Um, It's a a brand new story-driven horror game franchise descend into the nightmares of a First World War soldier in the first trailer, which conveys the game's unique atmosphere. So it is World War-based. It looks like they come across some uh, rather nasty things Hmm. along the way. There you go. Yes. (laughs) Yes, that's what I've always wanted for my war games, damn it. (laughs) Um, And then we got to look at Blood Bowl 3. I'm going to kick this one straight to Sean because I know nothing about Blood Bowl. What do you make of Blood Bowl 3? Well, I... I I've been the trying what? to play this game on my laptop. It absolutely will not play on my laptop. Both <laughs> will not play on my laptop. But I have had been able to basically get a kind of a teaser of the new rules. Um, and it feels very different than the previous two games, but also that's not a bad thing. Um, and what I've been able to play has been interesting. So it's, it's kind of a, a wait and see on this because I think some people who've played the Blood Bowl 3 and we're big into Blood Bowl 1 and 2, haven't liked the new changes, but these are directly from the new version of the game that's in the Games Workshop, so I guess if they don't like the new board game, they won't like the new video game based on the board game, um, but I'm, I'm quite interested in where this goes, 
uh, I want to actually play on the system that can play it. So I guess I've got to wait for the console version. Toby, Blood Bowl 3, are you in? I'm out. Oh, no way. <laughs> I'm, out, I'm out like a dragon from Dragon's Den. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. It's not my I don't, I don't think there's, yeah, I don't think there's a single part of it I'm interested in. What about WRC 10? Mm. Coming in September. <laughs> you always seem to avoid the WRC games. I think we've all reviewed at least one, except for you. Yeah. Well, maybe it's time, but I generally, yeah, it's not a, it's not a genre of the racing genre that I really enjoy. So mm, that's fair. Can't say I'm all that interested in it, really. I didn't think the trailer looked all that good. It looked very choppy. Yeah. And it was a yeah. I think it was a pretty poor presentation for this game actually because WRC is a visual showcase. It looks it makes you know the PS5 version of WRC nine would looked fantastic. So, and it had some cool haptic features in the controllers and stuff. So. It kind of it's a fun next gen experience, but yeah, the new one still looks a bit dodgy. Uh, Sean, what did you make of the BRC ten? I wonder what I thought. <laughs> yeah, it looks amazing. It looks like the best game I've ever seen in my life. Again, I went to a preview earlier for this, and I'm I'm happy because they confirmed that the haptic feedback for the PS five will be there. Because I, I think with the haptics on the PS four, WRC nine is the best racing experience that you can get on a PS five, and they've they've added quite a lot of new content to this new one that's coming up including a series of so basically they're going to go have they're going to have a a mode that takes you through the different stages of the wrc history right from day one right to modern day and you're going to be racing in classic cars on classic tracks that aren't raced on anymore and they are also keeping in some of the tracks that have have left wrc uh, between wrc 9 and 10 and we'll be including the new tracks in future updates. So basically, this this game is going to be the most comprehensive WRC game to release ever. Mm. And I'll be honest with you, the stuff that they showed today wasn't uh, representative of the stuff I've seen previously. It looked incredible, what I've seen of it already. So I guess this was probably a bad trailer. I think my previous, having, having touched on it before, probably colored me in a positive note, thinking... Actually, I just want to see more of it. Um, but you know what I've seen, I thought was really impressive. And you're you're right. This probably wasn't the best trailer for it, but they did get Sebastian Loeb in, which really popped the chat because there was loads of people going, "Oh, I love Sebastian Loeb." So, and that was one of the few times that people were positive about the Nikon in the chat. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 excited for it. I will fight everybody for the review code for this game um, because I want to play it. I still think okay. the chat was very much more interested in another game still to come, though they spent the entire time shouting out the three letters <laughs> for the, yes. for a different game. <laughs> yes, yeah. Not WRC, basically. No. It reminded me of uh, V-Rally. Yeah, the old school V-Rally. Yeah. Probably because of the uh, Subaru Impreza that's, that's yeah. included. Gave me proper V-Rally vibes. Yeah. Having that on the like as the pre-order bonus. Yeah. It's like that's probably sold a lot of copies already. For sure, there's still still a lot of people with those pins doing inside of the garages, the posters of Subaru and Pretzels. Indeed, uh, yeah, that was a good shout. And then we got a fun trailer for their life simulators, which are on the way. Uh, they are including surgeon simulator, chef simulator, train simulator, hotel simulator, and architect simulator. Uh, presumably, no release dates for any of them. That is all coming out as and when they come out. I thought it was a full, like one, like all of this in one, because I thought that, that might be quite fun, but it's not. It's all separate games. Uh, 
Tobes, what did you? What simulator do you want to play the most? Out of all that, <laughs> what were they again? Architect okay. simulator. Uh, architect simulator. Architect simulator. You can simulate having a successful career. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <An architect>. yeah. <laughs> um, that one probably sounds the most sort of bizarre of the of the others because I mean, there's been train simulators in Japan for donkey's years. Yeah. Um, the 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 game sort of, like you say, it kind of presented itself at the beginning as like a you know this is all you could just pick any career you wanted and this game will manage to facilitate it somehow. And I was like, that's impressive. And it kept calling itself life, just life. You know, I was like, wow, Nacon have gone and just decided to make second life the game yeah. you know, again. <laughs> um, but then, then it was suddenly five different games, five different quite small scale uh, simulators instead. And I was like, oh, you've killed the dream there. That is not what I thought this was going to be. Um, so yeah, it's it's a slightly bizarre idea that you need five different things like that. But if they're all relatively well priced, I mean, I can't see them doing badly. That they they looked nice enough, and if you're yeah. interested in that particular thing and you want to see the simulation of it, then then yeah, why not? Um, you know, those things do sell, regardless of how I feel about them. There are there are markets and audiences for them, like by a long shot. Yeah, I mean, I've always played these these kind of games. I find them relatively enjoyable when I've had PCs that can run them. I mean, Hotel Simulator is just a weird name for a game. It's like, am I the hotel? What's going on here? <laughs> it's like the, the, the hotel, the hotel... One and the architect one sound a bit like they might be like theme park, you know? Yeah. But like hotel. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sean, are you up for Chef Simulator or Train Simulator or Surgeon Simulator? <laughs> um, I'd like to play Surgeon Simulator just because uh, obviously there is another Surgeon Simulator game um, that's quite famous. But mm -hmm. I think... What, what I worry about these games is the fact that they are releasing into really um, into popular genres that already have really big hitters. Like they have train simulator games that have completely replicated some of the most iconic train lines that people, you know, who like trains are, are falling over. And I'm not sure that it's going to be able to compete with the big hitters in these genres. Um, you know, I don't, I, I don't think I've seen an architecture simulator um, like recently, but I know they exist. And so it, it's just a worry whether these are going to find a place in the market, but yeah. you know, I'm willing to give them a go because they look accessible and like a time mm. killer. So yeah, for sure. I kind of like the idea of architect simulator. I like, you know, it's like with, um, why I like planet coaster and things like that, you get to design roller coasters and stuff. And so if you have to design buildings and stuff, that might be quite fun. Hmm. Yeah. There was a game that released recently about like redesigning Paris as an architect, and it, it kind of just released and no one talked about it. Um, but you know, I, I just know that these games exist, and I'm slightly worried that this is like trying to chase genres that might already be like maxed to capacity. But we'll, we'll see. Indeed. And then we had a look at uh, some accessories, uh, including uh, a bunch of uh, Xbox controllers, including the Revolution X Pro controller which is wired, which is kind of weird. Revolution, pro controller, but it's wired. It doesn't make any sense to me. I've just figured that would be a wireless controller, but it looks quite neat. Um, a controller for the Xbox Cloud Gaming and some PlayStation headsets. So that's all good stuff. Um, anything from that collection that any of you guys want to jump on? No. Okay. Good stuff. Toby the, is... Uh, uh, the Cloud Gaming things that go around your phone 
Mm -hmm. um, I want one of them, but whether I will go for the Nacon one or whether I'll go for a more official one from Xbox, um, I don't know yet. But one of those at some point. Okay. I have the Razer Kishi and it's awesome. Okay. Highly recommend it. Yeah, I want one of them because I do want to be able to do this with my phone. I've got a nice phone these days, so why not? Yeah, why not indeed? Um, and then we had a look at, I believe, as a new game, uh, Clash Artifacts of Chaos, uh, which looks um, looks chaos. pretty dope. Again. Of course, always chaos. Um, there wasn't a huge amount to go on, but this I think this was one of the better traders of the event. Uh, Sean, what did you make of uh, this one? I've yeah, already um, forgotten the name. <laughs> Clash, Clash, Artifacts of Chaos. Artifacts yeah. of Chaos. Yeah, I, I got like Oddworld vibes from this game. Mm, it, for it sure. It looked peculiar and odd. And, you know, that's that's right up my street. So, and, and Ace Team, the developers are brilliant. You know, they, they've done like the the roll, the, the roll the games where you roll down the, you know, the rock of rock of ages and stuff like that. So, so I'm interested in whatever the hell this this turns out to be. I'd like to see more of it before it comes out, obviously, because um, it looks like it would turn into a fighting game at some point. Um, and, and I got like Afro Samurai meets Abe's Odyssey <laughs> in a weird way. But I mean, I'm all for if wow. that is what it is. Yeah. Uh, Tobes? Yeah, this was bizarre, this one. Um, the, the, the most weird and strange looking character designs um, I'd seen in a while, which initially I was like, yeah, well, you know, I, I say I want something different and that really is different. So I was on board. Um, there's that, that weird guy who's got no neck and it looks like he's made of felt. Um, and then there was a sort of warthog looking chap with like balls for a chin. Um, and <laughs> It's just so bizarre. But then um, but then it started to creep into, like Sean said, it started to look like it was a different style game. Like it it, it started off as something that, you know, like like you say, it's like a sort of double A, um, Stranger's Wrath sort of odd world, you know, sort of that, the, the two that went 3D and went really odd, really, really weird um, and weren't about Abe anymore. It looked like them. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And it looked a bit like Dragon Ball Z in places as well. Um, and, then, and then it went into this fighting game style like that they were they kept sort of locking into a sort of you know um street fighter or tekken like we're now locked together facing each other and i was like is it a beat-em-up is that what this is is this a sort of strange cinematic to start a beat-em-up or something um so yeah i need to know what on earth it is um and then if that if that art style carries on all the way through then it, it could be something that looks you know completely unique to be honest yeah yeah, I mean, the, the footage, it was pre-alpha, as they said it on the trailer, but it looked a bit choppy, but yeah, the art style was really cool. So uh, yeah, there could be potential there, absolutely. Uh, that's due in 2022, so we'll keep an eye on that one. And then we got what I think was the best trailer of the whole event uh, for Test Drive Unlimited, Solar Crown, which is due on September 22nd, 2022. I didn't know what this was up until uh, the end. I thought it was going to be a cool kind of heist game. It wasn't. It was just Test Drive Unlimited. But it looks it looks pretty cool nonetheless. Uh, Sean, what did you make of Test Drive Unlimited? Yeah, so I I have enjoyed this series immensely. This is a, a game that me and my best friend have played for many many years. We played a lot of Test Drive Unlimited too, and this was basically Forza. Uh, <laughs> no, that's a different game. Forza Horizon before Forza Horizon existed, and I got a lot of good vibes from this trailer, but also. It was a CGI, CGI trailer, so I, I'm, I'm usually down on these. 
and but and I would I would have loved to have seen some gameplay, but I guess we're not going to get that for a while. But also the location looks great, the theme looks great. There's a definite style to the game which I am all for. So yeah, I'm I'm apprehensively positive about this. You know, I'm I'm mm. I'm, I'm feeling good. This is that was a good trailer, but also like I live and breathe on gameplay. So unless unless you're going to show me some, I I'm going to be like, okay, I'll wait for more. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Tobes? It's funny that the one that is in the chat is like the most wanted game. It's the one that Sean's the most reticent about. <laughs> I just think that's really a strange uh, concept there. Um, the, the the chat on actually watching this was um, didn't give a crap about anything else Nacon made except TDU. TDU, TDU, TDU. It was all that came up on the, on the feed whatsoever. Um, apart from every a random Elden Ring every now and again. Um, the trailer to me, yeah, like you say, Forza, but a cinematic Forza. Um, I don't think I've got much more to add than that. It looks nice, but yeah, until we see gameplay and it looks the same, I won't, I'll, I'll sort of reserve, reserve judgment. Um, but yeah, cool. Thailand is cool. It would definitely be fun to drive around Thailand. Yeah, absolutely. And then finally, out of nowhere, we've got a brand new Robocop game. Uh, which Nacon finished the show with, called Robocop Rogue City, due in 2022. You play as Alex Murphy, also known as Robocop, part man, part machine, all cop, <laughs> in this first-person shooter. Development studio Taon is creating the original story in the franchise's universe, in which your mission will be to protect the city of Detroit. Tobes, we got a new robot game, Robocop game on the way. <laughs> if you can say it. Um... Robo game, it's a robot Robo- game. <laughs> Gamer Cobra game gamer. Uh yeah, I mean this was out of left field at the beginning at the end. Uh, I didn't even know I mean who knows who owns that franchise at this point. Um but yeah, it's it was mostly just a voiceover and then a tiny little cinematic for like 15 seconds um of like him taking a gun out of his leg and stuff and and I was like, yeah, if it's a city, if it's like a you know vaguely open world, there could be some real you know, there could be some real stuff there. That that sounds interesting. Um, I would be down for, you know, a Robocop game. I don't think we've even had one for like decades, really, have we? Um, so that in that in, it, on, on its own is pretty interesting. Um, and to have one, you know, in shiny graphics, you know, at this generation is pretty damn cool as well. Yeah. Um, I think if it's going to be up my street it's going to need to have a nice a good story so it's encouraging that they're saying that there's you know an original story that 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 would you know drive my enjoyment of the game way more than if it's just you know sandbox and, and nothing much more um but yeah it, it that that's really encouraging really interesting thing to find to, to finish it off with i was not expecting that to be what they ended with uh no absolutely not i mean the last robocop game that comes to mind is robocop versus terminator on the mega drive <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there's been one since then, but that was the last one that I can remember. Uh, Sean, are you up for some Robocop? Your move, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> um, I saw this and I was like, huh, okay, that's interesting. And then I saw who it was made by and I instantly got excited about it because these are the guys that made Terminator Resistance. So these are the guys that know how ah. to take the property. Oh, absolutely rinse the hell out of it. You know what, Greg talks incredibly highly about Terminator Resistance, and I'm instantly on board if they can do the same thing they did with Terminator and apply the same principles to Robocop. 
to, and you know, I don't, I'm not expecting it to be open world. I'm expecting it to be a first person shooter where you play as Robocop. And I am absolutely on board with that if they can get in all of the nods that I want it to have. You know, basically all of that 80s nostalgia. And thank fuck it isn't a black Robocop from, you know, yesteryear. The one that basically no one talks about anymore because it was totally shit. Um, but, you know, we, we've got an 80s nostalgia boom happening right in front of us. And also, Taeyeon did Terminator so we could have a Terminator versus Robocop sequel. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Worlds collide. <laughs> Mind blown. Well, okay, you're right. This is the best game conference has ever been. You're absolutely right. <laughs> oh Just my god! Looking, looking online now, there's uh, the last actual Robocop game was a free-to-play shooter on, in 2014 that went to mobile, and before that was another mobile game in 2004. And if you actually want to go to consoles, it's all the way back to 2003. There was a PlayStation 2 game just called Robocop, PlayStation 2 and Xbox. Yeah, the last four Robocop games that were released were called. Robocop. Robocop, yeah. <laughs> they, they didn't deserve any other titles, clearly. Yeah. Yeah, I'd love the wiki. Robocop, Robocop 2, Robocop 3, Robocop versus Terminator. Robocop, 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 Robocop. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that, that's that's exciting. I can't wait to see some more of the... I'm going to say it again, Robocop, because, you know, it's always fun to say. Um, and that was it. So a nice kind of a smorgasbord of stuff there. Very mixed in Figure Guns Camp, but Sean is very excited. And I like it when Sean's excited about games because he's just fun to be around when he's happy. Thanks. About video games. Yeah. This was this was a very Sean Davies focused show, I think. Yeah. Taeon are, are my bag. You know, they are the scrappy underdogs. They're the double A games that are punching above their weight. And um, yeah, you know, everything they've published recently has been right up my street. And it looks like they're going to continue in that vein. Thanks, Nakon. Mm. For keeping me busy. <laughs> Thanks, Nakon. Yeah, it's nice to have you on a reaction podcast. We haven't done that one, one with you this year yet. No, no. All this whatever. So, yeah. Thanks for having me on. Oh, cracking, cracking. Uh, we'll be back uh, probably on Thursday night, I'd imagine, uh, for the State of Play uh, reaction. So don't miss that one either. Uh, PlayStation have announced the State of Play on Thursday night at 10 p.m. So we'll, we'll do probably do a late night reaction to that as well. And don't miss that. And of course, we'll be back for our normal podcast every single Tuesday morning. So we'll see you then. It is goodbye from Toby Anderson. Sayonara. Goodbye from Sean Davies. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> and goodbye from me. We'll see you next time on the Finger Guns Podcast.